At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Across America rolls on from Las Vegas and Denver, Colorado. The lines and props from across the country in the Mecca here in Las Vegas and in one of the brand new markets in Colorado where James Salinas is located. I'm Adam Candy here at the South Point at the south end of the Las Vegas Strip. NBA playoffs are underway as of right now. Miami and Milwaukee tipping it off in the first game of the Eastern Conference first round as we speak. National Hockey League, the only game going on right now is out of control. You don't want anything to do with the Lightning and the Panthers. It's 5-1 already. Tampa Bay is blowing out Florida here at the moment. James, this is the appetizer, of course, with the Heat and the Bucks. We have three more NBA playoff games today. Grab a beverage, settle into the recliner, <laughs> Tell the dog he'll get walked tomorrow. Mavs and the Clippers are the next one up here that we should look at because we don't use, and you can't find anywhere on the vsin.com website, karma as a handicapping tool. But the Los Angeles Clippers have been a point of discussion here over the last few days because of the way that they tanked out the regular season to try to avoid the Lakers as far as they could in the playoffs. Well, they accomplished what they wanted to do. The 4-5 matchup here between the Dallas Mavericks and the Los Angeles Clippers tips off at 435 Eastern time. Clippers are five and a half point favorites, total of 217 and a half. Both of these teams are healthy. This is the lowest total of the four games that we're going to have today, James. And that seems to me to be putting a lot of faith in that Clippers defense. And also faith that the Clippers are going to show up. I mean, they'll show up for game one here, but that's where I have you talked about it uh, to touch on this series to start is how they uh, find their found their way, found themselves in the seed that they're in to be able to play the team that they wanted to play that they took down in last year's playoff bubble in the Dallas Mavericks. And I think long term thinking about that on the on the back end. I don't 
really like that mentality of a team rolling in and trying to find where they can void the Lakers as long as they can. You're going to have to play them at some point. What seemed like you would want to play a beat-up Laker team earlier rather than later as LeBron James starts to get healthier and healthier as the, the playoffs go along, if he can, considering what a grind this playoff season is going to be. But I don't like that mentality, for one, rolling into the playoffs, Adam. It should be, if you're truly uh, thinking about being a championship contender, then it's we'll play anybody, anywhere, anytime. Let's get it. And I think from that standpoint, I don't really – I really don't like the mindset of the Clippers going forward through the Western Conference. But in this matchup here against the Mavericks, the Mavericks are it's, it's Luka Doncic and in the rest of the supporting cast out there. He has to carry the load and he's fully capable of doing that for a game here or for a game there. But to be able to do that for to win four games out of seven against the, uh, a team like the Clippers that when they want to play and they show up to play and compete, especially on the defensive end, they're going to be as good a defensive team as you'll find when they're fully engaged in the half court. And I think that's where the Clippers want to play this game is playing in the half court. You mentioned the total, 217 and a half. And makes sense. It is the lowest total. And I think we're going to start to see as these series progress, we'll start to see collectively, not just this series, but all of these series, outside of maybe the Brooklyn Nets series, all of these series totals start to tick down because as we get deeper into the deeper into the series, things get ratcheted up more on the defensive end. The the game starts to slow down more and more because the games have more, uh, there's more at stake per game. But I think here, what I've done with this series, I didn't bet this game. I just bet the series. And as much as I didn't like the Clippers' f- mindset rolling into the playoffs to try to avoid the Lakers, like you said, Adam, I did bet the Clippers to win the series. Now, I didn't lay the 375 or so that it was out here for the Clippers to win it outright. I took those series prices again for where would they land. So I had Clippers at 4-1, to one, so for them to win in 5 games was plus 250, and then for them to win in 6 games was plus $4. So had to shop around different different books to find those. Those are the best prices I could find out here in Colorado. That's where I went with this. I, I, I can't see the Mavs being able to make it a 7-game series, but I don't think it's going to be a sweep either. I think Donkic is talented enough to be able to carry them and win at least a game because I I don't think the Clippers will be engaged as fully as they should be with the playoff mentality like they will in every single game. So I think there'll be a letdown from the Clippers somewhere along. That's why I took it at plus money four game or five games and or six games in favor of the Clippers. Kind of what I was leading into there, James, to say there's only one team in the NBA that I would be worried about mindset by tanking the last two games of the regular season. And it is the Clippers because this is exactly the question we've had about the Clippers in the Kawhi and Paul George era is, are they going to show up fully focused every game? And so that leaves the opportunity open here for a Mavericks team that has one of those transcendent superstars in Luka Doncic who showed that the Clippers wing defenders were not going to be an impediment for him last year. I didn't get involved in this game in particular because of the mindset questions about the Clippers. The one that I like here, though, is a prop. Chris Stapp's Porzingis under 20 and a half points for a couple of reasons. First of all, if you take that 217 and a half and the five and a half on the Clippers, get an implied team total for the Mavericks around 103. And so basically you're saying you're going to get a fifth or more of the points from Chris Stapps Porzingis, who relies heavily on the three ball. He's a guy who's going to shoot six or seven threes a game. The Clippers are a top five team in the league in defending the three-point line, 35% on the year. They're not going to give you the shot that you want. And you have a number of physical defenders on that Clippers team who I think can make life very difficult for Chris Stapps Porzingis. His usage rate on the year, about 26 and a half, fairly pedestrian for a player of his caliber. And ultimately, I think they are going to win or lose this series as Luka Doncic goes. I think Luka is going to have the ball in his hands quite a bit, and Chris Stapps Porzingis is going to have to hope that Doncic creates three-point opportunities. So I'll take under on 20.5 for Chris Stapps Porzingis as a way into this game between the Clippers and the Mavs. Two more games coming up on the later side as well. Uh, I want to get your feelings series price, first of all, wise as We look forward to the Nuggets and the Trailblazers, something that we talked about on the earlier side. Uh, Trailblazers minus 120 Nuggets at even money. For anyone who didn't catch us 
uh, as we got going here into this discussion, because we talked about it really early in the show. I thought you had an interesting way of looking at the series prices with those exact results on the Nuggets and the Trailblazers. So for the Blazers, this is where I went. I looked at, thinking about the, the, what a tremendous series that was two years ago. Very exciting series. Four overtime game, back and forth, super competitive. And then as each game progressed, things got tighter and tighter. And for the, the Nuggets, not only with Joker this year and how he's playing and really now having to carry the load for this team offensively because of the loss of Murray. I think the loss of Murray is not only from his production through four quarters, but I think his that clutch Dean gene that he had and that he showed out in last year's playoff bubble that's where it's really going to impact this Nuggets team when we get into the second half we get into the fourth quarter it's a tight game that's where it's I just I've not having that guy there you can want to take the shot but you got to make the shot too and that's where I think the confidence for the Nuggets knowing that last year seeing how Murray competed and made those clutch shots not having him on the court this year in that crunch time that's going to be difficult because now it's going to rely on really in my mind it's going to be Michael Porter Jr. to have to step up and fill that role. He may be able to do that here or there, but for them to be able to win a four-game series, relying on Joker's going to carry his weight on the interior and be able to facilitate for that team. But somebody else is going to have to step up that production to win four games, and I just don't see it happening for the Denver Nuggets to win out a series here. Think about the Blazers being the, the road team. They are, you know, they do not have the home court advantage. I don't want to have to bet the 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 Blazers Blazers to win a game seven, even though they did it two years ago uh, when they won that series to move on to the Western Conference finals here i took them i found a good price I had to shop around quite a bit but i did the best price that i found here for the blazers to win in six games which would mean they would close the series out at home was plus 410 i found that at one shop here so it varied all over the place that was the best number i found that's the only play i've made so far in this series is the blazers to win in six games hopefully close it out up there in portland plus 410 Quick baseball update, two-run double for Glaber Torres in the bottom of the fourth inning against Dylan Cease, hands Garrett Coley, 2 nothing lead. Uh, only game we have going on early today in Major League Baseball is the Yankees look for a 10th consecutive series win as they face the Chicago White Sox. Tonight, James, Nuggets are one-point favorites. That's been bet down from two, total 226.5. And, and I think the, the quiet as it's kept that we don't talk about with the Nuggets is the health of Will Barton. Uh, you know, when you talk about what you're going to need to keep up with the Blazers, you've got to have guards who can score and defend because you know what they're throwing at you with not only Lillard and McCollum, but now Norman Powell as well. And Will Barton, as I mentioned, that quiet number on Will Barton, he was top 10 in the league in offensive rating this year. And his health has been a question mark for them all the way around the end of the season. Uh, how are you looking at this game in particular tonight? 1035 Eastern start in Denver. I want to see the matchup. Yeah, you mentioned Will Barton will not play. He hasn't played since mid to late April. He's been out for a month with the hamstring injury. So if there is some talk, when does he get back into the series? But not only when is it, if he does get back onto the roster and see the floor, how long does it take him when you're out that long and now have to get your competitive legs back under you and play at a playoff level uh, competition? I think that's going to be the struggle for Will Barton. So I don't know if he's really going to be a factor. That's the they, they've they've really been banged up in the their backcourt for the last month. Monte Morris has missed a number of games for them as well. And uh, it's been Faku has been one that's had to step in and, and play a, a more facilitator role for them. But that's not who you want to rely on coming into the playoff series. I, I, I'm not sure if I want to get involved with this game tonight. I think plenty of energy. There's going to be some fans in the stands just down the street from me at what is now the, the ball arena as opposed to the can, which it was for 25 plus years. I think here, I, I, I want to see how does this game play out when we get to crunch time? It's going to be a close game, competitive game. I know Joker is going to, he, and he is going to have his way against Nurkic on the inside for Portland. So how do they defend him? When do they start running guys at him in the second half? And 
what does that matchup look like for Michael Porter Jr. to step up and start making shots? That's what I need to see here because I think I trust the Portland side when it comes to not only with, with Dame, with Lillard to being able to make big shots, but also McCollum. Think about that series two years ago, Adam. It was really McCollum. McCollum was the one in that fourth quarter in Game 7 here in Denver that made the big clutch shots. That game got really tight in that second half. McCollum was the man in that second half, in particular in that fourth quarter. I trust Portland throughout the course of a full series. Now, in this game one tonight, I think there's going to be plenty of energy in that in that in the arena and Denver's going to be excited to play at home and they know they're probably sitting here not so much the game but in the series as the dog everybody's talking about Portland advancing I think we see a great effort out of Denver if I was going to bet this I'd probably be leaning into the, the the Nuggets side at home for game one but really this is going to be more of an assessment and or in-game opportunity for me Understood where you're coming from there. I think my lean here, even though I haven't played it, would be over uh, the 226 and a half. Ultimately, Portland's going to score, and they're not going to stop you. So I do think that you can get Nurkic in foul trouble, then you're going to open up everything for Joker. And if you open up everything for Joker, they can really take advantage of Portland at the offensive end of the floor. Celtics and the Nets are an 8 p.m. Eastern start. Saved it for last because I have the least feel uh, for the Boston Celtics. I know exactly what I think about the Bo- the Brooklyn Nets. Nets are eight-point favorites, total 232 and a half. That's been bet up just a little bit here in the last hour or so. It's basically Jason Tatum against the Nets, right, James? Because I don't see what else the Celtics have in terms of even a chance of taking a game or two in this series if Jason Tatum isn't doing what he did down the stretch and putting up 50-point games. Jason Tatum is definitely one that can get you a game, right? Putting up 50 points. He can carry you for a game here, a game there, but he's not going to be able to do that consistently for seven games because you're going to have to score against the Nets. We know we haven't really got to see the big three out there too often, but we know when those three are out there, just the skill level on the offensive side, the ball skill that all three of those guys have to to score from anywhere on the court. And I think that's the most difficult piece. They can, they can beat you one-on-one at all three levels. They can catch and shoot it at all three levels and they can also facilitate and get other players involved such a tough matchup for any team rolling into the playoffs guarding the new garden the Brooklyn Nets here the only play that I've made in the series I'm not I didn't bet the game either here it's sitting at eight same number where you talked about the total continuing to climb up making sense we know the Nets should be able to score at will we'll see what kind of effort we get out of Boston throughout the series didn't really I wanted to get involved somewhere didn't want wasn't going to lay eleven dollars to win a dollar with the Nets to win the series so I figured, well, let me just take a little taste. And I do have the Nets to win in five. They can close it out in Brooklyn, figuring that somewhere along the line, either game three and or game four uh, with their backs against the wall. That's where we see Tatum just carry that team for one game, because not only that Tatum can do it, Adam, but also it's kind of similar to what I'm thinking with the Clippers. Now, not the same mindset rolling in for the Nets into this into the playoff series, trying to tank games and find their seeding. But I think there's there's going to be a point in this series where one of these games for the Nets, they're not fully engaged uh, uh, com- from a competitive mindset. I think that's where Jason Tatum is somebody that can go in there, have a big game, and make sure that they don't get swept. So that's where I'm going here. Nets to win the series in five games plus 200. It makes sense that you wouldn't see this as a sweep, largely because if you're going to talk about a lack of focus, it's going to be at the defensive end of the floor. This is a team that ranked 22nd in the league in defensive rating over the course of the season. They're out there to outscore you. They don't make any bones about it. That's what you're looking for out of Brooklyn. Jason Tatum's point prop tonight, 30 and a half, and it's juiced to the over. He still might get there. More coming on the NBA when we come back here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With a break in the Triple Crown, this week's Ron Flatter Racing Pod looks, features a look back on the Preakness with winning owners John and Diana Fradkin talking about Rombauer. The Bob Baffer controversy and next month's Belmont Stakes will be discussed by Louis Rubbo, Megan Devine, and Mike Gandolfo of the Horse Racing Happy Hour. Beeson's Vinnie Maiulo will handicap weekend races. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is available now. Beeson.com slash podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. It's sponsored by First Bet. Beeson's Betting Across America is going to update you quickly here on basketball and hockey early on between Miami and Milwaukee. The Heat holding a 13-8 lead midway through the first quarter. Bucks are three and a half point favorites on the live line. Total has adjusted down to 223. Hockey, Florida's trying to make this interesting at the least as they have responded with a goal and are back on the power play in Tampa. 5-2 Tampa Bay with the lead over the Florida Panthers. That game has gone over the pregame total of six as it winds down to the end of the second period. Baseball Yankees got one more in that inning, handing Garrett Cole a 3-0 lead. He has shut out the White Sox through four innings after Jordan Montgomery shut him out over seven innings last night for New York. James, the NFL, of course, is never out of season. And when we hear free agency slash trade news, when it's open calendar like this, nothing else going on, it's the biggest thing for us. It's everything we get to talk about, right? This is the only thing that we have. And Julio Jones making noise about potentially getting out of Atlanta. Where will Julio Jones play in 2021? DraftKings has odds up on this as Julio Jones reports that he has made a little bit of noise about potentially wanting to play in New England. Odds have the Falcons as the odds-on favorites, minus 150. Colts and Chargers, 5-1. to one. Ravens and Patriots, the named team, at 7-1. to one. Niners and Titans on the board as well at 8-1. to one. James Julio Jones, uh, we know what the ability is when he's on the field. The question, of course, is will he be on the field because the last couple of seasons that has been the biggest question for Julio Jones has been health. 
That's always the that that's always the key there for any player, but especially one that's starting to have a history of having multiple injuries like Julio Jones has had the last few years, like you stated, Adam. And I think that's always thinking about Julio Jones bringing a veteran in. And where would he best fit, and which teams have a need not only for a playmaker and a tough matchup the size that we see out of Julio Jones in the route running and all the different routes that he can run through the route tree? Can Julio Jones in this the confidence that will start to bring to certain offenses talked about going to the Patriots. And I think for the Patriots, you look at their, where they're at offensively. And you know, I think the Patriots for Bill Belichick, that last season was just an embarrassment that they went through so many games, just getting absolutely handled. And a lot of it started on the offensive side. And clearly Cam Newton is not the player that he was in Carolina, especially when it comes to the arm strength and the accuracy for that matter. I think a lot of injuries, the, the toll of the injuries and the style of football that he played with back in the day has really taken its uh, really culminated in taking a toll on Cam Newton, but having a veteran receiver on there, just from a standpoint of having a threat on the offensive side, to stretch the field and especially a third down receiver like Julio Jones we know is fully capable of of making any catch in any tough situation and where the the Patriots are going you know they they went they went hard in free agency Bill Belichick was embarrassed of how they competed last year and starting on the offensive side to uh, shore up the tight end position on both sides with John U. Smith and Hunter Henry coming over I mean it would make sense for the Patriots if they can do it cap issue is always something I think for the Patriots I think the one thing we know what the Patriots is they're not committed to any quarterback as far as cap is considered for our concern right now. Uh, does that make a good fit? I think for the Patriots side, it does. It's more so where does the fit land for, for the Atlanta Falcons, knowing that they've got a big cap that they've got to deal with. And Julio Jones is a big piece of that. Look, Julio Jones last year had Matt Ryan throwing to him and he might not be MVP Matt Ryan anymore, but Matt Ryan was the ninth-rated pro football focus passer last year with an offensive line that was rotating all season long with injuries and underperformance. Do you want to go from that to Cam Newton or Mac Jones? Seriously. That seems to me to be a report that I would have to verify, then verify a second time, because Julio Jones asking to go up to New England in a situation where he is no guarantee of getting the ball is sketchy at best to me. Uh, if I had to bet it, I don't even think the Falcons at minus 150 is all that bad of a value when you see what is available out there at this time of year. When we come back, more on the National Hockey League and a little more college football talk as well on Beeson's Betting Across America. and NBA playoffs are here and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops insights. Our experts in the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com and our daily members only best bet emails. Now's the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Thanks for spending part of your Saturday afternoon with us on Betting Across America. We're live from Las Vegas and Denver. Adam Candy joined by James Salinas out in Colorado, uh, Miami and Milwaukee, 15-13 in favor of the Heat in quarter number one. Still the second intermission between Tampa Bay and the Florida Panthers, 5-2 lead for the Lightning. Chris Drieger has replaced Sergei Bobrovsky in goal for the Panthers. And as we take a look at the updated series prices here on the National Hockey League, James, we spend plenty of time talking about before these series begin, what we think. And I told you about a couple that I have. I have the Islanders plus 130, the Wild plus 210. But of course, these prices are ever-changing as we go along here. Uh, some obviously much longer prices have emerged. And I guess the question here is, 
Are there any underdogs, teams that have fallen behind, who you think have a chance to come back in their series as you know, you look at the Carolina Panthers now leading the Predators two to one. Preds are eight to one to make the comeback after that overtime victory last night. Uh, these Panthers obviously are not a great bet. Capitals are still just plus two seventy, considering where they are at the moment uh, in a major hole to the Boston Bruins. Actually, that's been updated now. Uh, we had the price from prior to Game Three plus seven fifty on the Caps. That makes more sense. Elsewhere, the Wild are now up to plus 290, and the Oilers, and I think that's the interesting one. I'm going to get your take on this. The Oilers are plus a dime to come back against the Winnipeg Jets. And, James, they lost the first two games, including game in overtime, last night. Uh, There are a lot of questions around Connor McDavid, his ability to succeed in the playoffs. Would you have any interest in the Oilers to win four out of the next five or any of these other underdogs in the National Hockey League on the adjusted series prices? Thinking about that series in particular, you just talked about the Jets and the Oilers and McDavid not getting not getting shots off. It's hard to put the puck in the net when you can't even get good looks and being able to get shots on the net. And I think that part of the piece we're here looking at some of these teams with high expectations coming into the playoffs and can they make a deep run into it to you know through their conference or through their divisions at, at least with what it looks like for the first two rounds making a deep run into the playoffs and then the pressure that comes with it you think about a team like the Jets where yeah now they're sitting as the favorite because of what they've done uh, but also still the pressure's off of them I think because there wasn't a whole lot expected as a big sizable underdog coming into that that series and kind of looking at same thing here with Toronto too. I think that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about the Toronto series and thinking about the, the impact of some of the injuries that we've seen. And what does that mean for a Toronto team that, you know, rolling into there, a lot of expectations for the Toronto Maple Leafs to make a deep run, if not win the Stanley cup and how, how do they perform under that pressure now, especially with, with their captain Tavares, who knows when he's going to be back on the ice. Uh, just a you know tough situation for him. It's just a brutal injury that he he suffered through in that first game. So I'm just wondering, from a hockey perspective, NHL perspective, from from you, Adam, when a team has so much pressure and expectations, when they haven't done it before either, like a team like the Edmonton Oilers and or the Toronto Maple Leafs, that added pressure to go deep, especially those Canadian teams that we spoke of too up there in the Great White. North, a lot of expectations up there from the fan bases. How do you think that plays out in the psyche of those teams? Because I feel like for both of those teams, and now in particular for the Toronto Maple Leafs, not only with Tavares being out their captain, their leader, but the pressure to go deep into these playoffs, do you think that has an impact on how we see these teams perform, especially now that they're both behind? I think you can throw game one of that series out the window, quite honestly, because When you see something happen to your captain, and in this sport, the captain means more than in any other sport. It is something that is revered in that locker room. And John Tavares has the respect of every player on both sides. That's why Corey Perry decided to drop the gloves right after, even on what was an accidental hit. He knew he had to because of the meaning of John Tavares to that team. Look. The Toronto Maple Leafs have been one of the highest scoring teams in the league all year long. No, I don't think Freddie Anderson is the best goaltender in the playoffs. That being said, this offensive firepower, I think, is more than what Montreal can match over the course of the series. I don't mind the Maple Leafs at all at minus 135 to come back and win this series. I think it's going to be a rallying point for them to have lost Tavares. I don't think he's coming back in this series. But that being said, Austin Matthews is still on this roster. And when you have one of the three best players in the National Hockey League, you always have a chance. And so when you look at what Toronto did during the regular season, I like them with the ability to come back, especially because the Toronto, uh, the Montreal goaltending situation is not at all settled. Carey Price did not have a great season, and he's the guy that you know they're going to rely on along with Jake Allen to try to get the job done here. I, I don't think Montreal is in that great a shape. Uh, plus 110 feels right i wouldn't bet that but i would bet the 130 on the maple leafs talking about that jets and oilers series that's the one that really gets my attention because i think that looking at 
the Oilers to come back is folly. Um, you know, we, we've updated this price now. It's out to plus 250 on the Oilers. You have to remember that Winnipeg has Connor Hellebuck in goal. And Connor Hellebuck, when he gets on a run, is a Vezina-level goaltender. And that's what you have to worry about this time of year. He shut out the Oilers last time out. Mike Smith let in a terrible goal in overtime. Uh, I don't think the Oilers can come back from this deficit. I think the Jets are probably going to move on in this series, especially as they take the series uh, back to home ice here. I would not bet on the Oilers to come back. I still think the Minnesota Wild at plus 290 are not out of this series. Again, they had complete and total control of game three. And if the offside challenge by the Golden Knights does not reveal that Minnesota had gone into the zone offside and they go up 3 nothing. That game could have gotten completely out of hand. You could have seen Vegas Golden Knights pull Marc-Andre Fleury. I think Minnesota would have had control of that series. I think Minnesota is still a team that matches up very well with the Vegas Golden Knights overall. I think you'll see them bounce back uh, when you see those two teams on the ice later tonight. College football games of the year have been posted right here at the South Point. We talked about a couple of them earlier. It is a full slate of baseball action this evening as well. James has some favorite plays on the MLB slate as well. This is Betting Across America from VEASAN. Thanks for tuning in on the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any NBA playoff team 
and either team hits a three-pointer regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use bonus code VEASAN100 when you place your first bet. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 800-889-9789 in Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back here to Betting Across America. Stay tuned for the Green Zone coming up here in about 15 minutes, taking you through all the live action on a packed day of sports. It's the best time of year with the playoffs and the NBA and NHL, along with a full card of Major League Baseball. James, earlier we started talking about one of the out-of-season sports, but for good reason, because right here at the South Point, I have the sheet in my hands here, as you can see at vsin.com, of the games of the year in college football. You and I talked about some of the earlier ones on the slate. Um, And these are the ones that, of course, James, I think you can bet with a little more confidence or as much confidence as you can get betting them four months out. How do you approach those as opposed to the ones on the other side of this sheet? Because we've got games all season long, right? And as you get deeper into the season, uh, not only are you potentially learning about teams, but you're factoring in injuries uh, as well. So are you willing to dive into any of these games that are happening later in the year as opposed to what we talked about, like Oregon and Ohio State in the second week of the season? Adam, that's definitely the challenge when you're talking about now the latter part of the season. Injuries for one, as well as some of these teams on here, you know, new coaching staffs, new players coming in, and how many players didn't play last year as well uh, that are coming back this year. So a lot of things to factor in. And then how does that translate and progress as the season goes on? I think looking at these numbers for the second part of the year, yeah, I, I Normally, I'm not going to get involved with something like this this early. We're talking, we're we're mid-May here to to start thinking about what does that look like for games and potential lines in October, November, as we close out the second half of the season in college football. But kind of interesting lines to just have some discussion about when you think about Alabama. We think about the Iron Bowl and Alabama being a 12-point favorite over Auburn, and I think that number is continuing to climb from where it opened, and rightfully so. I think for we had mentioned this that that Auburn team in the first hour uh, going in and being where they were as a a two-point dog only on the road at LSU. I think that's probably a number that would continue to climb. But you look at some of these rivalry games, Adam, I think that anytime I think about rivalry games, I'm always looking at, well, I really like to get on the dog side because it is a rivalry game and there's uh, the kids are on both teams are really getting amped and psyched up for those games. What do you think about looking at Miami being a nine-point favorite over Florida State? Man, where is not only for Florida State being a nine-point dog with a lot of talent that was lost lost to the NFL off that Hurricane team, then we talked about Alabama as well, but also Ohio State being a 13-point favorite at Michigan. That's a really interesting number there. And where is the disconnect? What has happened to Michigan? Adam and coach Harbaugh and that program and his kids, because you're a 13 point home dog in one of the biggest rivalries in college football. I thought that number was really interesting. And it really just speaks to not so much to me about Ohio state, but more so about Michigan and where they're projected to be rolling into 2021. And James, if you handed me $100 right now and said, place a wager on either side of that game, It's laying the 13 with Ohio State, and it's not close. Until Team Khaki shows up for that game at some point, (laughs) then I can't with any confidence bet on Michigan at any price. Now, on the other one you mentioned, you and I are clearly getting to be of the same mind here after a while because it was the Miami-Florida State game that caught my eye as well. 
a lot of things went wrong for Florida State last year, but it was a lot of things early in the year. They started to figure things out offensively later in the season. As you mentioned, Miami loses a lot of talent off that team. You're going to give me more than a touchdown at home? I would probably take Florida State because I think that line certainly could, uh, with a good performance by Florida State out of the gate, you could see that go down quite a bit, but I'm with you that overall I probably don't want as much to do with these games that are happening after Halloween as I would uh, with something like that Oregon-Ohio State early on the year. Oregon catching 13 with the defense that it has even at Ohio State is a number that uh, certainly was attractive to me. That, of course, is four months away, James. We still have plenty to talk about of what's going on right here and now. Major League Baseball only has one game going at the moment. Yankees have now gotten to the White Sox bullpen. Dylan Cease is out of the game. Yankees with a two-run single here in the fifth inning. They've gone up 5 nothing on the White Sox. If they hold that lead, they will guarantee that they either win or split a 10th consecutive series as the Yankees are in a four-way race. That AL East is going to be a fight to the death this year, now with only Baltimore being out of that. Elsewhere on the card, what caught your attention here today, James? I have a couple of props that I want to get to before we get out of here, but I know that you also have been, over the last few weeks, diving in on these pitchers and their total outs and, in some cases, their strikeouts. Adam, surprisingly, this is the first year I've been able to have access to things like that. And I figured, let me just dive in and just see if this market is something that I want to get involved with. And it's been very successful so far as far as the pitcher props are concerned. I'm having less success when we're talking about betting these teams for either first five, but definitely the full game, nine innings, more so just based on the bullpens that have uh, really savaged some of my bets when they're talking about a full game. Do you have one full game bet today, and that's going to be on the Boston Red Sox? And I was laying a price on it, a dollar thirty-five. This is more so. This is more so a bet against the Phillies here. The Phillies, that Phillies lineup has been really nicked up. We know that that Riomoto is dealing with. He's dealing with a hand injury. That Gregorius has been banged up, as well as Harper, a variety of injuries Harper has had to sustain, as well as getting hit in the face with a pitch. So here, the Phillies lineup has really struggled to string hits together and. This is where I'm going here. I did bet Boston in this situation. Not that Ivaldi is somebody that I love to bet on, but the one thing that we've seen out of, out of Nate Ivaldi is he's been very consistent where he is keeping the ball in the yard. He's only he's had 50-inning pitch so far this season, giving up some runs, but it's keeping the ball in the yard and not giving <laughs> stringing together a lot of hits. He has not given up a single home run in 50 innings and only walked 11 batters. So I think here going up, a real, going up against a really nicked up Phillies offense that lineup here they've only scored three runs twice in the past six games so it's been a struggle for them whether at home or on the road so that was one of the plays I made I did go with the Red Sox laying the price at $1.35 one other play this one's a full f- first five I'm going to bet the over at five I did lay $1.20 some juice to it, it with the Rays and the Jays and now this is kind of in a sense a pitching matchup here that I'm going to be betting against uh, looking at Robbie Ray now I've been playing Robbie Ray in some of those pitcher props but in this case here, pitching at home in Tampa, uh, that ball is flying. I don't care if, the, if it was 20-mile-an-hour winds the other day blowing in from left, the ball was still flying out of that park. And I think for Robbie Ray, the one thing we've seen out of Robbie Ray, Adam, is he is really he, – he, it's the issue has been his struggle with his command over the years, works a lot of deep counts, walks a lot of batters. Well, he's not doing that, especially lately. His last five starts, only one walk given up in those five starts. But he has got they have gone yard on him because he is challenging hitters and he is getting the ball over the strike zone and he typically pitches up in the zone. He's given up 10 home runs in those five starts. So not walking guys, but the ball is finding its way out of that short band box that is down there for the Toronto Blue Jays. So I'm going to go over the total here. First five sitting at a dollar 20 over five. Well, how interesting. We're on the same game, Red Sox and the Phillies, except I have a different angle into this one. You know I love my little micro matchups, some of the ones that we don't always have available here in Vegas, but I know they're elsewhere in the country. Bryce Harper, as you mentioned, nicked up, hasn't homered since May 11th, but I love the ability to buy low on a guy like Bryce Harper because he against Evaldi has been nails. 
eight for 21 career, but if you use the stat cast numbers and go into some of the advanced metrics, his expected slugging percentage, basically stat cast looking at how hard does he hit the ball, where does he hit the ball, launch angle, etc. His expected slugging percentage against Nate Evaldi is 989. That is off the charts. And so Bryce Harper to go for one and a half total bases is even money tonight. So, you know, I like that total base number because it gives you the opportunity to get there multiple ways. You get there on a double, you get there on a couple of singles. Um, that's probably would be my number two of my two baseball plays. My number one comes from the Tigers and the Royals. If you think Bryce Harper owns Nathan Evaldi, then you have not seen Whit Merrifield against Matthew Boyd. Now, Matthew Boyd's having a nice season throwing the ball for the Detroit Tigers. But Whit Merrifield went in there with cash into Comerica Field and purchased Matthew Boyd and brought him home with him and only allows him out <laughs> to pitch to him in certain situations. 25 for 54. 25 for 54 with a 665 slugging percentage for Whit Merrifield against Matthew Boyd. I don't now. I don't like the one-hit number because the one-hit number was juiced at minus 300 on Whit Merrifield. I'll go ahead and pass on over 0.5. But two-plus hits is plus 165. So look at it this way. You're getting plus money for a guy who is very likely to at least get one hit off the starting pitcher, potentially two, and then see a Tigers bullpen, which is absolutely horrendous. So for me, Whit Merrifield plus 165 to get two plus hits. That's the way I would be jumping in on Tigers and the Royals. The Green Zone is on the way from Circa in downtown Las Vegas for James and our producer, JJ. Thanks for joining us on Betting Across America. We'll see you again tomorrow, starting at noon on the East Coast. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.